Welcome to the Systems and Workflow Magic Podcast, where I help entrepreneurs go from scattered to streamlined in their creative businesses. I'm your host, Dolly DeLong, a wife, a mom, and a photographer turned systems educator. Join me every week as we have conversations centered around creating tactical workflows and automations in your business. Now, let's make some strategic workflow magic. Hello, and welcome back to the Systems and Workflow Magic podcast. I am your workflow and systems BFF and host, Dolly DeLon. And I just want to say thank you so much for showing up again. If you are a veteran listener, thank you for coming back to listen. And if you are brand new here, it's so nice to have you here. I am really excited about getting some systems and workflow tips in your earbuds today. And so if you have been following along for the past several weeks, you should know that we are talking about the different puzzle pieces of what you need to have in order to best streamline and automate either your opt-ins, your lead magnets, or your actual services, or your digital products, or if you're a part of a bundle. So I am just sharing about all the forgotten puzzle pieces that a lot of creative business owners forget to optimize when they're getting those said things ready. Again, opt-ins, lead magnets, bundles, or services or offers. So you may have all of those ready, but then you may forget all the puzzle pieces. So last week, if you remember, we spoke about how to create a nurture sequence, an email sequence, after your subscriber actually opts in to receive that lead magnet or receive more information about your service, okay? And I hope you got a lot of great information from me for that. And so this week, we're talking about a puzzle piece that may also be a forgotten puzzle piece, or it may be a rushed afterthought as you're putting together your opt-in or your service or your bundle. And that is a puzzle piece of visuals. And so I know for me as a creative business owner, visuals, I both love and hate this piece so much. I love it because Remember, I'm a photographer, so I love the visuals of photography, but then thinking about like color palettes and just like how to put together mock-ups and all the other stuff about visuals, that stresses me out. So I thought I would bring on my friend Jennifer Carfora on the podcast today to um, share her take on how she like gets her visuals ready because she is an expert in this area. And I have known her for two years now through our mutual friend, Emily Connolly of Emily Writes Well, who has also been on this podcast. A shout out to Emily Writes Well. We love you. But I have known Jennifer for several years now. She actually helped me redesign my website almost, I would say, two years ago. And we are now talking about redesigning my website again, Lord willing, for the future as I continue to niche down more with systems education for creatives and then also branding photography. So I just had to have her on the show because I feel like I'm always like bothering her about 
visual questions or font questions or whatever. I'm always like, Jennifer, what do I do? So <laughs> I am so excited to have her on. So Jennifer, why don't you take a moment to introduce yourself to the audience? Like, who are you? Who do you serve? What do you do? Let the people know it, all the things. Hello, I'm Jennifer, and I am the founder of Jennifer Carpour Designs. I serve photographers and photography vendors, and I offer timeless branding and show it designs, custom or semi-custom. So I offer show it templates as well. And you're amazing. I think <laughs> you're not selling yourself enough because you are being so humble. I just want to say you're being so humble. You guys, Jennifer is a boss mom. She has two beautiful children and you just recently moved to Arizona, right? Yes. From North Carolina. So yeah. it's a country move. <laughs> so she has a lot on her plate, but yet she continues to show up and serve her clients um, day after day with like her amazing business. So again, I wasn't going to let you get away with not just like (laughs) during that she is a true boss. So Jennifer, it's so good to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for agreeing to be here. I know you have, again, like you have a lot to juggle in life as most of the listeners, including myself. And so I know we're just going to like cut down to the chase and talk about the heart of this puzzle piece of this podcast episode. And that is having amazing visuals for your opt-ins or your offers and landing pages. So before we hit record on this episode, everyone, we were discussing so many different points of where we are going to take this conversation because there's a lot that goes into visuals. And so we honed in on like six different topics. So just be prepared to have like a fire hose of information thrown at you. But I really want to encourage you all. We will try to peel back all of these different points, but please take notes if you're able to. And you don't have to do all six points, like work on one at a time when you're optimizing your visuals for like the puzzle piece of your opt-ins or offers or landing pages. So can I start firing off questions to you, Jennifer? Yes, of course. (laughs) So my first question for you is this, where are some of your favorite places to find images? So let's say a creative business owner is listening to the podcast and they're like, well, that's easy for you to say, Dolly, like you're a photographer, you have probably stock images from your past clients that you can use for your own type of opt-ins or to use as visuals. But like, I'm not a photographer. I don't even know how to pick up a camera. I'm too scared to. So how can we solve this problem for a creative business owner who may not necessarily be a photographer? Great question. Um, I like to use a variety of stock photo websites. I use Pexels, Unsplash, Pixabay. They're all free. And then paid subscriptions such as Hotstock, Editorial Stock Image, and Ivory Mix. I use Ivory Mix a lot when I was a blogger before I moved into branding and design. Hey, creative business owner, Dolly here. If you have finally put together that opt-in, you know that lead magnet your ideal client has been begging you for, and now you are excitedly wanting to publish it, but there is one thing holding you back, 
it's probably the fact that you don't know how to have an effective follow-through system and making sure the back end of your new opt-in or offer is optimized. Stop sweating because the comprehensive checklist you need to ensure that all of your puzzle pieces are in place for your next opt-in, your next offer, or even the next bundle you're a part of is here. Stop letting tech fears hold you back from automating and streamlining the backend of your amazing opt-ins and offers and dive into this free checklist today. Head on over to the show notes to get access to the link. And don't forget, I am cheering you on. Oh, first of all, I did not know you were a blogger. Yes, I blogged for two years. <laughs> it's how I started out working as a VA and then moving into branding and web design. I was a that's, blogger first. <laughs> that's amazing. I love finding out new information about people that like, I'm like, oh yeah, Jennifer's always been a designer. Like I did not know you were a blogger. That is so interesting. So this is great. I love that you inserted not only some paid places to find images, but also free places to find images. Um, can we like unpack that even more? I know a lot of listeners of this podcast, they're just now getting started with their business or they are DIYing a lot of different aspects of their business. So do you mind going deeper into like Pexels or Unsplash? Is it completely free or is there like different levels? I'm like asking because I genuinely don't know myself. Yes, they're completely free free commercial use. I use them a lot for my show it templates. Um, Obviously you have to go deep dive to find some good stock images, but they're there. I search under flat lays, uh, computer, laptop, iPad, iPhone, and you'll be surprised at what you'll find. Um, Some people think free stock photos, not great quality, but they're wrong. You can definitely find some um, amazing quality photos for your landing pages. Awesome. I love that so much. So you said you actually have to know, or at least know some key terms that of images you are looking for or have like a general idea of what you're looking mm-hmm. for, correct? Yes. Like let's say hypothetically you want a boho style uh, stock image. You can search boho, boho aesthetics, mock-ups, things like that. And they'll pull up images. But again, sometimes you have to go down a rabbit hole to find some amazing stock photos. Now, do you ever have to like limit yourself to like set a timer and be like, okay, for the next 30 minutes, I'm just doing this because otherwise, like you said, you just could go down a rabbit hole and just be there. (laughs) Yes. I'll be on my phone forever. Like just looking through a bunch of galleries and different photographers on Pexels or Unsplash. Okay. So I'm going to link these two websites. Even you said Ivory Mix to the show notes. Okay. Um, So this is a good starting point, you would say, when you're looking for visuals for your opera landing pages, or you're trying to advertise a service and you may not necessarily have images, like, would this be a good starting point? I wanted to clarify, Ivory Mix is a paid membership, but she does have 500 free stock photos. Like you just subscribe to her newsletter and she has a big chunk of free stock photos you could pull from. You know, you can join her membership. I love that. Okay, so I'll make sure to link all that in the show notes. 
would you say this is a good starting point for like looking for images and visuals? Yes. Okay. Awesome. So, and let's say you have found some images on either the free version or the paid version of these stock photo websites. I don't necessarily know what to call them, but let's say you have some images. What if you want to like create your own images, not like take photos, but you want to create, I'm not saying mock-ups, but like you want to create your own designs to intertwine on the landing page. I know I'm not using any technical graphic design terms because I'm not a graphic designer by any means, but where would you recommend to start to create your own visuals? Are you referring to like Canva and like, yeah, like, I just want to hear your recommendations. Um, Starting out, I use Canva. Um, There is a free and a pro version. I use pro because you have access to different fonts, um, different design elements. They also have stock photos on there. So if you don't want to search on Pexels or Pixabay or Unsplash or anything like that, you can search under Canva and they'll pull up stock photos there as well. Um, I also use as a designer illustrator to create graphics for my landing pages and Photoshop if I'm using a scene creator or mock-up where I can plug in a screenshot of my freebie. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes like, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about, but I would say like, especially for the beginning, create a business owner who's just now starting out has a lower budget. Mm. I do this still, like I used a paid version of Canva, but I started off with the free version and it is, it's come a long way since like three years ago, I would say. Yeah. So I love Canva. Okay. So I love that you recommended Canva. That makes me feel a little better about myself, even though I'm like, I'm not a designer by any means, even though I get a lot of flack, but I still use it as a designer. It's um, for my clients, especially I'll create Instagram post templates and story slide templates. And not a lot of them have access to Adobe. So I still use Canva for clients and creating mock-ups for myself. I love it. Canva. Okay. So this is a good place to get started to create your actual images and graphics for the images. And so like moving on from there, let's talk about color palettes, because this is something that I struggle with myself. For those of you who know me, know my personality, if you follow me, you know, I love the color yellow. Like I'm even wearing yellow for this, like only Jennifer. (laughs) But I'm like wearing yellow. I love yellow. I always try to incorporate it in everything I do. But other colors, like it just stresses me out. Just thinking about pairing colors together. And I feel like every other day I want to change up my branding on my own website because of the colors, just because of the colors. And so with my personality, I get stressed out about creating landing pages or visuals for my sales pages with the color palette in mind. So can you speak to the creative business owner like myself, who like is so scattered when it comes to color palettes? Like where is an easy place to start visually with color palettes? Well, my clients, I recommend pinning inspiration on a Pinterest board. And then uh, whether it's images, colors, uh, textures, and things like that. And then I have them save maybe five to seven images from the board and start playing around with the the color dropper tool, pulling colors. And I also 
remind them to keep their target audience in mind too when pulling colors you know their personality if you're fun and vibrant like me i i have a moody color palette but i have orange because you know i'm i'm, I'm always dancing on my, my yes, real <laughs> um so i incorporated orange cuz it's fun it's vibrant so you want to make sure that you're thinking of your target audience but also intertwining your your personality, your brand personality, if that makes sense. But yeah, I start with Pinterest and have them pull a few images um, as inspiration and kind of until you're able to, you know, hire a brand designer. I recommend starting there. Create a mood board for yourself. Mood board. Okay. One question I do have is like, and this is something that confuses me and maybe I should know this, but I don't. So when I research like color palettes, which again, full transparency, I feel like this is like every other day for me. I'm like, I want to look up a color palette for myself. Does it matter what order the colors go in? Like, you know how like there's circles next to each other? Does that make sense? Yes. You want a couple like base colors and an accent, and then you want some neutrals to help bring out the base and accent colors. So you want to make sure your lighter colors are used like as backgrounds to help bring out the accent color and base colors, if that makes sense. Yes. So it, it does matter. Okay. What about like the way it is ordered? I don't use an order preference. Yeah. I don't know if that's a no-no. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I'm always curious. I'm like, what if I put these in the wrong order? Will this like, I'm always like worried about what I'll do when I like tweak things in my own. Yeah. On show it. Yeah. I usually have the darker colors and accent colors to the left and then the lighter neutral colors to the right. Gotcha. Because that does affect like how your website will look, thus Mm -hmm. affecting the landing pages. Yes. Okay. It's good to hear you say like, it's important if you're considering a color palette, especially if you're advertising something that you want people to pay attention to, like the action is you want them to become a subscriber or the action is you want them to purchase something. Sometimes even color palettes can Mm -hmm. make or break the decision process. So I'm glad that you're reminding us that it's important to have some base colors and some accent colors and some neutrals. And like, what would you recommend for that button that helps people opt in or to purchase or to subscribe? I think I know the answer to this, but I'm just acting like I don't know the answer to this. So that's why I wanted to hear what your opinion is. What colors do you recommend those buttons be or those call to action buttons be? Mine, I usually stick to my base or accent color because it's more vibrant. So it's eye-catching. So that's good. So making sure that it really sticks out, stands out, and it's not confusing. Like they know exactly what action they need to be taking. Yes. You don't want it to blend in with everything else on your page. For my opt-ins, I use the orange because it's my accent color and it pops out. Awesome. That's great. I try to use, again... I use yellows for all of my like call to action buttons. And I'm sure people are like, man, she loves yellow so much. I do. And so I try (laughs) to like, just keep it to the accent and not keep it to everything. Cause I'm like, oh, yellow, everything, but that's good. So kind of like wrap up about the color palette point, try to keep it 
base accent and neutrals, but keep your call to action buttons, your very vibrant eye-catching colors that will point people into, okay, this is your next step. This is what you need to do. Yes. Okay. Awesome. All right. So my next question for you is, do you have any recommendations of template shops to check out or places to create mock-up visuals? Because a lot of opt-ins or a lot of products that are being sold or bundles that have contributors that are contributing digital products, these are not products that you can actually hold in your hands. So what do you recommend to creative business owners? How can they create mock-ups of something that is not physical? Great question. I use Creative Market a lot. I search mock-ups and depending on, let's say you want a laptop mock-up, I would search laptop mock-up and the Creative Market has a big range of different type of laptop computer mock-ups. I love Moyo Studio. It's M-O-Y-O Studio. They have very elegant, timeless mock-ups if that's the vibe or aesthetics that you're going for. Creative Market has a wide range of different style mock-ups and you can swap out your colors easily so it fits your brand. Yeah. So so if you're not a timeless, elegant aesthetics and you're more fun, vibrant, you can easily incorporate that on the mock-ups. They're usually on Photoshop or Illustrator, depending on the designer, but they have very helpful instructions on how to make these updates if you're not very Photoshop or Illustrator savvy. Gotcha. Are there any other places that don't require Photoshop or Illustrator, like know-how or knowledge? Because I personally don't ever use Adobe Illustrator. Like I'm like, that stresses me out. So where would another place be? Are there any other places besides Canva? Not that I know. I know Canva has some laptop and phone mockups, but they're not real life. You might be able to take a stock image and put grid boxes in the actual laptop screen and just tweak it. And then you can add your freebie graphic that way if you don't have access to Illustrator or Photoshop. Okay. You can still create the mock-up on Canva. You just might have to take a couple extra steps by adding the grid and you can drag and drop the uh, graphic in that way to make it appear that the freebie is on a computer screen. Gotcha. No, this is all really, really good. So again, I'll um, link Creative Market. I am a part of their email list. I always like getting their weekly updates for visuals. And I act like I know so much about oh, like I use it all the time. I just look at creative market and get inspiration, but Canva is my go-to for definitely mock-ups myself. But for those of you who are listening, who might be a little bit more advanced with, with Photoshop or with Illustrator, then Moyo Studio sounds really interesting. And it sounds like that would be right up a lot of people's alley too. Yes. Okay. So the next thing I wanted to ask you was like optimizing the images for SEO purposes. And so I wanted to hear your take on just like what you do to optimize the images for your own landing pages or for your clients' websites. Like what is your normal system for that? I use an app called Storyblog. I don't think it's free. 
I use this because I have typically a large amount of images for my show it templates Mm -hmm. and I save it as the name of my show it template and my business. So it, it helps with SEO that way when I'm uploading my images on my website and same for client websites. I, you know, I save it as their business name, what type of graphic, whether it's a logo, hypothetically Dolly DeLong primary logo. So I I make sure I include the business name. Calling all creatives. If you have an amazing opt-in offer and, or you have been asked to be a part of a bundle with other creatives, which by the way is oh so awesome, but you feel stuck because you don't know what steps to take to automate, optimize, and streamline the back end of said opt-in offer or bundle offer, then listen up. You don't have to hire an integrator because I have created a step-by-step mini course to guide you through the process of putting together the puzzle pieces you will need in order to lay the groundwork of this back-end process. I have created the How to Automate the Back-End of Your Opt-ins and Offers mini course because as a systems and workflow educator for creatives, I want to help you succeed as a small business owner. And I really want you to feel confident in your systems. After listening to the podcast, don't forget to head on over to the show notes and click on the link for an in-depth look at what this mini course entails. As always, stay magical with those systems, you amazing muggle you. So that sounds like you're alt texting the images, essentially? Yeah, (laughs) for their website. That's really, really good. So again, you've heard it from a... Like, I know that I talk about SEO and I will continue to talk about SEO on the podcast, but it's so important, even from, like you heard it from Jennifer, it's really important even from a a designer's point of view. It's really important to optimize the images that you use on any page of your website or a landing page, or even if it's in your mind, if you think, oh, I'm just advertising an opt-in, a lead magnet, it's free. You should still optimize the images for SEO purposes um, because that could help gain even more organic traffic to your website. So I love that you do that for your clients. Like that is amazing that you take that extra step to help your clients out. Okay. My last question for you, Jennifer, and then that's it. We can wrap up and share all the points. How and where do you organize, like, what is your system in organizing your images for either yourself, your clients? Like, what is your system for organization? I use Google Drive for clients. I separate folders based on, you know, presentations, branding, and website. And then on the branding or inside the branding folder, I separate them by types of logos, whether there's textures or patterns, and I even go further and separate each logo by, you know, if they're PNG files or if they, they're JPEGs. So it helps them, you know, find what they're looking for easily. And then for website, I have a separate folder and then there's a, a Google doc for them to input information for me so I can, you know, log into their show it account, um, a separate folder for 
images. I like to separate them by page. So I know what page they want certain images used on. <laughs> um, I also use Dropbox for my business, for my show it templates and my freebies. And I have a template based folder. So it's easy for me to duplicate and add template specific instructions because inside the template base, there's already a discount code, welcome packet, a template registration form. So I can easily duplicate that and just add uh, template specific instructions and I'm, I'm done. <laughs> it's already ready to go. That's awesome. So it sounds like you try to keep it very simple. Google Drive and Dropbox. Yeah. Okay, so it's not complicated, people. Like if you are listening to this discussion and we have shared a lot of points with you about just like different components of visuals and how to incorporate it into your landing page or into your services page as you advertise your opt-ins, your lead magnets, your bundles, your services, whatever. Even though we have talked about a lot of different points, you can simplify the way you organize like these images or these textures, fonts, color palettes, mm -hmm. whatever. You can keep it very streamlined in a very simple way. And that's mm -hmm. awesome. And both Google Drive, well, I know Google Drive is free. There is a paid version of Dropbox and a free version of Dropbox. I would recommend the paid version, just like you have more space. Mm -hmm. and yeah. that much. Awesome. So that's very simple. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> so like just to recap, what we talked about when it comes to putting together the puzzle piece of visuals, visualization for the landing pages that are advertising your opt-ins, your offers, or your bundles. Keep these things in mind. First of all, like actually have images, like consider where you want to find those images and set a timer, I would say for like 30 or 40 minutes max. You don't want to be going yeah. down the rabbit hole. <laughs> don't waste your time going down the rabbit hole. So give yourself some space to search for images. And you can even create images and graphics and more of a blended cohesive design for yourself using Illustrator or even using Canva. There is a free version and a paid version. Third point we talked about, consider color palettes like make sure you have a good blend of base colors, accents, and neutrals, and make sure that your call to action buttons are vibrant eye-catching colors and that they direct the viewer to know how to take that next step, how to work with you or how to download your new freebie or offer. And mm -hmm. then um, don't forget to utilize Creative Market or even Canva and Moyo Studio for mock-ups. So if you need help with digital mock-ups and visuals to show off your digital products, then you definitely need to have mock-ups of that. And then, of course, don't forget the importance of SEO when it comes to optimizing those images for that landing page. And then have a very clear system for how you're going to organize all of these visuals together so you don't essentially have 10,000 tabs opened on your desktop or you start off in one area and then you end up in a different area. You forget to merge it all together. So have a way to streamline and merge it all together. Did I leave anything out? No, you covered everything. <laughs> okay. awesome. awesome. So again, like I hope 
you guys will consider re-listening to this episode, taking notes, jotting down like what action steps you're going to take when it comes to the puzzle piece of incorporating visuals for your landing page. All right. And as a reminder, I want to incorporate and remind you that you do need to have a terms and conditions and privacy policy at the very bottom of your landing page. Because again, if you are asking for a person's email address, or if you are exchanging anything with them, then you need to have those two key components in place on your landing page. So don't forget that. I will have an affiliate for the legal page at the very end of the resources of this podcast. And so please check that out. Um, It's really, really important that you are covering your bases when it comes to list growth for your business. Don't be sleazy. Don't be weird about it. Do it in a very legal way. Okay. I know I remind you guys about that every week, but please do that. And Jennifer, um, before I let you go, because I know you have to go, can you remind people how they can find you, where they can find you, how they can work with you, and just like everything that you offer within your brand that people can engage with you right away? Yes, um, you can find me at jennifercarfordesigns.com. That's my website. I'm also on Instagram, jennifercarfordesigns. No spaces, no hyphens. I'm primarily on Instagram. I do have Facebook and Pinterest. I spend most of my time on Instagram showcasing my my work. I do have a landing page freebie. Um, I'll have three different layouts for you to choose from if you're on Show It. I plan on having a Black Friday sale on my Show It template. So I have a wait list as well. And you can find the wait list on my must-haves photographers need freebie. There, I I also include um, stock photo, image suggestions, copywriting, like headliners, great headliners to use when writing, you know, copy. They can fill out my form on my contact page. I do offer uh, branding, custom and semi-custom, show it designs. All you need to do is fill out my contact form. It's a honey book form, so... (laughs) Yeah. Automation, baby. I love automation. And um, if I feel that we're a great fit, I'll reach out. We'll book a short call, discuss your needs and then go from there. (laughs) Y'all, Jennifer is a wonderful person to work with. She's very professional and she has an eye for design, which I really appreciate that so much. And um, I just am excited about continuing to work with you and telling more people about you, Jennifer. You're awesome. <laughs> as a reminder to everyone, I will be linking everything that we spoke about in this episode, in the resources, and in the show notes of this episode of the podcast. And I just want to say thank you so much again, Jennifer, for showing up and for sharing so much like wisdom when it comes to this puzzle piece that for people like me, I'm intimidated by the visual components. I love colors. I I feel like I'm pretty joyful and warm as a person, but just like I get overwhelmed with even where to begin. So this puzzle piece, again, is essential as you create your opt-ins and your landing pages and you're showcasing that one step you want that person to take. So anyways, I hope you all have a wonderful week. 
And I will come at you guys next week with another puzzle piece when you are automating the back end of your opt-ins, your offers, or even your bundles. And so I cannot wait to share this other puzzle piece with you. But until then, have a magical and streamlined week. Bye. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Systems and Workflow Magic Podcast. You can find full show notes from today's episode at dollydelongphotography.com forward slash podcast. If you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you'd subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast player. Be sure to screenshot this episode, share it to your stories, and tag me at Dolly DeLong Education over on Instagram. Until next time, go make some strategic workflow magic.